Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever. A podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Hello, everyone. Hi. Uh, Hello. Oh, I feel awkward. The show where people walk all over my intro. (laughs) I just two weeks in a row. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Uh, It's a show about terrible films and the people who love them. I'm your co-host Tom Ryman. I am your other co-host David Bell. And uh, who who do we got? Who do we got? What's what's going on over here? We got Amanda (laughs) Jane Hickok. Hi. Hello. Oh, I have to. Oh. No, Adam, more chips. Adam, are you going to say anything? Adam Todd Brown. I'm sorry. I'm eating some Doritos right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to not be Adam, an ob- obstruction. Mm-hmm. He is tearing into some Doritos. Yeah. They're almost gone. Don't mind me. Carry on. Fred okay. from Discovery Channel. Um, hey, Amanda. Thanks for doing the show. Do, do, do. <laughs> um, yeah, what? So this is going real well. <laughs> the Dori- I blame the Doritos. I threw them on the table. They're not. Okay. They're no longer in his hand. Okay, good. Amanda, could you tell us the movie you brought? The movie, yeah. I uh, and I bought it. I didn't just rent it. Oh, I bought no. it because I'm weird. I uh, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Which George Clooney? The a uh, hundred Which, and ninety million dollar Disney movie. I'd like to no clarify. You bought it on DVD. Yes. Right. Not Blu-ray. The no. way it was meant. It to be was six ninety nine to rent it. It was around four dollars. So I said, "Fuck it." And I got those points. I got those DMR oh, Disney movie rewards. Nice. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, the Disney Congratulations. Club. I didn't mm. even know that was a thing. It's a thing. Congrats. I get free movies. Disney rewards. Yeah. That's sort of like the, an- the antithetical to the movie, though, buying it on DVD. It's oh, sh- like regressing the technology. <laughs> right. It's so like... Hugh Laurie I, would kick your ass right out of Tomorrowland for that true. shit. He, he would, but he's also okay with Earth failing, so... Mm-hmm. That's true. Whoa. I mean, aren't we all? <laughs> he wants to bury us all with our DVD. Yeah. I watched it without my uh, Prozac, so I felt, like, really attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to change the world. Yeah, it's a, like Dave said, it's a $190 million Disney movie from 2015, directed mm-hmm. by Brad Bird. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, we've all watched it, right? And, like, last week, uh, Adam, you watched you watched this one? I did watch Tomorrowland okay. last night. Okay. I stayed up through all of it, most of it. Yeah, yeah. It I, is I long. might have. There might have been some chunks that I missed. <laughs> yeah, it's a lengthy film. It's got some. It's got some girth to it. I'm gonna <laughs> some girth. Got some weight. I'm gonna it's open a, with the yeah. fact that I understand why you like this movie. Cool. Um, because I didn't hate this movie. I did not hate it. <laughs> I actually, I didn't hate it either. It is. Um, yeah. Sorry, Tom. Oh, I actually uh, enjoyed it. Okay. I I totally get what it feels like very Brad Bird. Like this is very much his aesthetic and this sort of tone. I appreciated how original the movie was for Mm -hmm. a movie that's based on a Disneyland, not even a specific attraction, (laughs) just like a section of Disneyland. Yes. Is this an actual um, section of Disneyland? Space Mountain is in this movie. Tomorrowland is one of, they have Fantasyland and Uh Tomorrowland is where all the tomorrow stuff is. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good place for it for all the tomorrow stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the future stuff like cars, Autopia, oh, gas running cars. <laughs> what? There's a in the Stitch ride there in Tomorrowland. No, 
No, okay. that was Disney World, and then it, I believe it's been pulled or okay. got pulled yeah, no, from I Mars. Think, I thought in Disney World it was the Stitch Ride was because it was Alien Encounter. Yeah, <laughs> we've had this conversation, Tom, before. We, re- we recently have had this, this conversation on a podcast. I wonder if if one of the reasons they pulled Alien Encounter and changed it into into Stitch is because Alien Encounter heavily features Jeffrey Jones. Mm. Oh yeah, and that'll do it. He's a diddler. That'll do it. Um, <laughs> Convicted diddler Jeffrey Jones. So, <laughs> pivoting off of Jeffrey Jones yeah, yeah, real quick, right. um, I do know segues what's into everything. Really, well, he's a I fan, ju- of, he's a fan of the show. I mean, this is this is somewhat related. I do understand why this movie didn't play, and it's specifically that the f- the start of the movie is watching um, yeah. a, a young girl and a robot hang out, and that's fine. Um, and it's in fact great. It's just like, oh, this is really cool. I like these characters. And then they just drag George Clooney into it. Yeah. Who has some sort of romantic background with the little robot. I didn't like girl. that. I didn't like. Yeah. That and, was uncomfortable. Yeah. And the moment, like, you, you take George Clooney out of this movie, it improves it immediately. Right. Um, it's as if they thought they needed, like, a celebrity, mm. but they didn't think they needed one, like, right away. So they're like, yeah, like, halfway right. through, get George Clooney. Yeah. In. He doesn't come in for a while. Mm-hmm. It's well, he's in the beginning, like he's he's like right. acting like he's telling a story, right. and then they're like yeah. threw that threw that out the window. So they're like, "Don't worry, <laughs> Clooney's coming yes! back." Yeah. It was so unnecessary. You know how kids love George Clooney. Like, he's just <laughs> for such sure. a draw. This movie's not for kids. I don't think. I mean, not because it's like adult oriented or whatever. It's just like I don't think kids would have the patience for this film. Yeah, I think it might be for teenagers. Um, I think that's another problem, though. It wasn't targeted to anybody. No, it really wasn't. Which is a shame, because one of the things I like about this movie is that it's message. Um, it's very yeah. anti-cynicism, yeah. where it's like, these old fucking boomers accepting the world is going to end <laughs> is the reason the world's going to end, yeah. because fuck them. Like, I <laughs> yeah. liked that message. Um, yeah. I like that, like, Clooney... Like, he starts as just this old bitter man who doesn't want anybody on his property. Like, I get his use in the film, but I feel like they could have merged him with Hugh Laurie or something. Mm. Um, they could have cut Tim McGraw. <laughs> that was no, some, they that was some unrealistic casting. <laughs> Tim, Tim McGraw, NASA, NASA scientist. scientist. Mostly, mostly works out of his garage. Yeah. Well, he's as of, a NASA scientist he's, does. He's one of those out of work NASA engineers, you know, <laughs> the g- appealing to middle America, just there. tinkering on his spaceships yeah. in his garage. Yeah, I, one of the first, like, I, I sent that text like within five minutes of starting the film. I just immediately messaged Dave. I was like, "Why is Tim same McGraw? thing?" <laughs> I messaged Amanda immediately when I saw Tim McGraw and was like, "Tim McGraw, NASA engineer." Okay. Yeah. Well, this movie's happening. They needed her to have a connection to someone that knew how to do things, I guess. (laughs) I guess? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. That was kind of her backstory, because there's not a lot of explanation for, oh, she just knows how things work. And it's like, all right, did she get bit by a spider when she was a kid? Like, what the fuck brought that on? I don't know that we... I don't know. I don't know that we necessarily needed any reason for why she's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, but it, she's not just smart. She's Neo. Right. She's like, a, <laughs> like she's hopping yeah. on fucking 
ships that travel through other dimensions and she's just like i got it i'm gonna do this her presence literally changes the course of human history because like like the their probability probability meter like jumps the moment she exists so like they treat her like she's very special but it really is it's just the fact that the end of the world is a self-fulfilling prophecy should we explain the plot to people because this is i would love if someone like i did like the movie but also please explain the plot yeah, uh, Amanda, why don't you favor us? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's following the the Fern Gully role, even though that's not a Disney film. They they're like, this could happen, and you guys need I to think change it. Is it is now, right? It's gonna happen. So well, it, it is Fox, happening. It's the Fox movie, so it is now. It's yeah. happening now. Uh, no, <laughs> anyway, sorry. A Disney movie. It was a di- Disney. What this? This one, Tomorrowland. Yeah. Oh no! The, oh, sorry. Fern Gully was. Yeah, I was saying yeah. Fern Gully was a Fox movie, but it's a Disney movie now. I apologize. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but it was, um, it was reminiscent, I think, of, of a little bit of Meet the Robinsons that also didn't do well because they're, they're like, this is li- save the planet. And it, yeah. it's, you're going to lose your older audience because of cynicism. So, but what is, what is the plot? Oh, of the this plot. Movie? Sorry. There's a girl who gets, who gets a pin even, uh, from, from a robot girl. And then she goes to, uh, God damn it. She goes to find no, George Clooney, but first she goes to, uh, uh, this is the problem. A nostalgia shop. Yeah. <laughs> because this is the plot as I understand it already. Like that, this is kind of how it, like if I were to explain it, that's how it would rattle around in my <laughs> she head. Run, she runs into Keegan Michael Key yeah. with a dreadlock wig. Mm. Right. Um, who's a robot. He had a fake belly. This is all right. This is the problem with the movie. Is it get? It starts like the moment that scene happened, and they like pull out guns. Um, I thought that was weird. Yeah, I almost feel like they they were trying to be too many things. Where they're like, let's make this like kind of actiony and mm-hmm. like give them an adventure. And it's like eh, that. Not, that's not really what this movie is about. Again, the movie the the point of the movie is pr- pretty straightforward and kind of positive. But I think it was like they had to cram it into like a studio uh, formula. Mm. So they're like, oh, they got There's got to be action and like it's got to be like cool CGI and crazy scenes. And yeah, and they get chased by robot police from Tomorrowland. Cause mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out the robot little girl's not supposed to be giving people pins anymore because right. they've closed off Tomorrowland, which is a world of geniuses that exists in a parallel dimension to the, Earth. Which is it's hard to figure out that part for a while <laughs> the, pin, the pin confused me well, i mean it didn't confuse me but there's the the scene where the time runs out yeah and she That's can't it. use the pin anymore she was walking through a lake yeah yeah so was, was she just to gonna die. keep walking into that lake and <laughs> yeah. drown yeah the Probably. part where she, she gets on like a monorail and it zooms her and i'm just thinking like she's rushing through like <laughs> houses she's just smashing through them like she's fucking superman and man of steel just murdering people yeah um i thought that was straight but i did i liked that i like that setup yeah it's a good device yeah and when she finally figured out how it worked that was interesting but then it's like gps taking you into the water right (laughs) for some reason there's a lot of cool ideas in this um yeah i i still i still pretty really enjoyed it i think it's it's yeah. I, I i i i dig brad bird's movies and like this is very much a brad bird movie like this has a lot in common with like the incredibles and mm. from yeah. from the aesthetic to like the sort of pacing of it um yeah i think they could yeah, have, I, don't know. I was just into it i think they could have i no, i i was delighted the whole time 
I'm more thinking about like why didn't it work on a general audiences? And I think I, it's too. I, I think it's too dull. For, for see, like yeah, it's a, not a like memorable a, movie. That's the thing is, I almost wish it was more dull. I think I would like it more if it's just <laughs> them all just talking about the future and like like the, it's all just like philosophical conversations about fate and like. I would have rather this just been like a more serious movie, mm. I guess. Um, dealing so with wanted, that cynicism. Mission to Mars. I love Mission to Mars. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Um, again, that's why I think it's like caught between these two ideas, where it's like a very good movie with like a, a kind of a profound message, not that profound, but like a a message that should people should hear, but it was just like stuck between like are we going to have people sitting around talking or are we going to have uh, a robot terminator girl fighting uh <laughs> other robots who are very creepy a lot of cop killing yeah. in this movie did you guys notice that yes oh yeah more cop killing yeah. than i thought i'd i'd <laughs> forgotten most of the violence it's like when she bashes that one robot's head in yeah. with, she she's got a, you know her baseball bat i <laughs> Like, good thing those are robots, or else this be bloody. Yep. Yeah. The, uh, on the subject of violence, one of the most fascinating characters are, is in this movie, which is the old man who hits the robot girl with his truck, not knowing yep. she's a robot. Yes. And he hits her, and he comes out, and he's like, oh my god. Like, his life is over. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other girl steals his truck, and he immediately forgets about the girl he just hit, and he <laughs> runs out like, hey, my truck, and just runs yep. after her down the road. <laughs> And it's like, uh, so you uh, you don't care that you Dave, just killed a kid. Huh? Um, postscript, the little girl then gets up and T-1000s the fucking she, yeah! she sure does. <laughs> she sure does. And that's why we forget about the man whose life was forever changed. Right. Um, <laughs> right. That man's, the rest of that man's life is different. You think yeah. he would have faced charges over that? I think he well I because he was coming around the body. Here's the question: Did he see the T one the girl T one thousand pass him, or is he going to live with the idea that he just killed a little girl and then her body disappeared? I, he had to see her pass. I guess she was really moving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless he was running so fast, he just passed the truck. Right. A lot of a lot of lives were changed by these <laughs> characters. They uh they kill Paris. Did you notice that? Yes. What I found weird on second watching of this, because I saw it in the theater, and and I just re- remembered liking it, uh, he talks about everything that they are doing like he's done it before. Mm-hmm. But if Paris opens up, that people would know that yeah. that happened before. Yeah, they, he didn't do that before. It's very <laughs> Harry Potter in that yeah. it's a world building of like, ah, come with me, and they get in some mm-hmm. weird device. No, but when, they, when the Eiffel Tower opens up... And uh-huh. launches. They show everybody um, the the specific details. They show everybody on their phones filming, and <laughs> mm-hmm. the 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 thing takes off and causes an EMP blast. And I know it's an EMP blast because the phones shut off, not just all the power, <laughs> but the phones. It's not a power surge. It's an EMP <laughs> blast, which means Paris is in fucking chaos. <laughs> yeah. Their life support. Yeah, you can forget about life support. You can forget about all all the all the babies that were being born, all the hospitals, um, traffic lights. It is they, Paris will never be the same again. Yep. Airplanes There's, dropping out of the sky. Yes, airplanes dropping out of the sky. Like that's an apocalypse in Paris. Look, man, we had to get special girl to Tomorrowland. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you gotta break some Parisian eggs. So right, you know what you want. Right. I guess that's what I'm saying is uh, uh, the key of the uh, 
the movie is it goes on these tangents. It's very mm-hmm. like ADD where it's like and then this happens and there's a holographic dog and then and there's like all these weird cool things, but it's <laughs> so much it manages to have so much while I think it bored audience. Again, this is coming from a place of love. I I really enjoyed this fucking crazy movie. <laughs> Yo, why does he have a holographic dog? You know what's way easier than building a hologram <laughs> of a dog? It's getting a dog. Yeah. Yeah, just get a dog. So we know he's an inventor. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, but also <gasps> any potential criminal that wards off, they're going to see, like, that's going to work once and they're going to be like, oh, okay, you got me. Uh, I'm just going to come back later and yeah. run right through your pretend guard dog and uh, steal it's your all shit. Right. He has mm. that. He has that like base shotgun that blasts people off of his porch. Oh, yeah. that's right. Which that's a crime. Yeah. And his fire. Ex- right? like, you can't. Yeah. Ri- you can't rig like, your house up like that, according to the law. He also has a fire extinguisher right next to his door, implying that he lights visitors on fire a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a flamethrower somewhere in yeah. the front of that house. <laughs> Fucking. Um, Amanda, yeah. how many times have you seen this movie? I think this was my second time watching it. I just remembered liking it so much I bought pins and stuff. Wow. Wow. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I think I saw this in theaters, and I just don't. I might have been drunk. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was for a long time a big advocate of sneaking booze into movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Now you can buy it there. Yeah. yeah, you don't need to sneak it anymore. Oh, I'm not paying movie theater prices to get <laughs> as drunk as I was trying to get. Sure. Like that. That's I could go see ten movies on right. that budget. But I there were moments in this movie where I was like, yeah, I vaguely remember this. <laughs> oh yeah, I I saw this movie once, um, not in the theaters, and I remember enjoying it enough then. But it was a it was one that was I think. I think the seeing in theaters would help because then you're forced to watch it. Yes. Because I had that where I'm watching it and then I have a whole like internet in front of me on the Maybe that's what happened. Screen. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I can go look on there and see what's going on on, on the internet. Um, but if you're like sitting and forced to watch it, it's, it's not a bad movie. It's just, uh, it's just a little long. <laughs> If I you're did forced to watch this movie. It's not bad. Yeah. I, I felt the need to look up the age of George Clooney versus his character. Oh, because that bothered me. Thirteen years older than he actually is. Thirteen mm. to fourteen years older than he actually is. He was born right. in sixty-one. Yeah, I was. I was thinking that that had that was bugging me for a while because <laughs> the it opens with him as like a ten-year-old boy, or supposedly so, eleven, in, because he later says it when like he's like, "I was in love with you, robot." Yeah. Right, and it's at the World's <laughs> Fair in 1964, so I'm like, he's yeah. old as shit right now. Yeah. yeah, Man, we really didn't need the love story between George Clooney and a little robot girl. That, we yeah. could have cut, cut that right out of there. Or at least make the robot age. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or just don't yeah. have it. There's, I mean, <laughs> well, come on, they Dave. Needed it, they needed it to be emotional when he chucks her body into a machine to make her a bomb. <laughs> sure does. His 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 robot girlfriend bomb that he uses to his child robot girlfriend. Yes. What what the fuck? That's pretty. That didn't even really occur to me. Yeah. So that was the number one thing that bothered me about it. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I see what they were going for, but there's just like no really good to do that without being creepy. Yeah, I I do not see what they were going for. Well, it was, was mad. It was They're a like, twist for sure. Yeah. Just, they could have made him friends. They could have yeah. just been childhood yeah. friends. Yeah. 
little secret yeah. handshake yeah. as yeah. she dies. Something like Aww, that. Oh, that'd be cute. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be adorable. Maybe that's what they were trying it, and they didn't. Yeah, I, the idea was that he felt betrayed because she wasn't real and had lied to him that she was. Right. Um, but it just, it comes off, it's just all sorts of not right. <laughs> like, There's just, yeah. yeah. I, I felt when he had the flashback that uh, it didn't make sense that she didn't tell him. Yeah. They, like he's like why can't i make you laugh she should have just been like because i am a robot and i can't laugh <laughs> right yeah also if you're gonna send out recruiters to your special land why are they all children why are they all children <laughs> that is the last person see, i will listen end, to like, the beginning thing is is it's like it's them it's it's uh george clooney and uh the wonder kid girl like giving a a, a video introduction to the story and then we find out later at the end of the film that they're addressing a whole new generation of recruiter robots and they're all children you'd think if there was one thing you'd learn <laughs> and imagine being one of the people they recruited and coming yeah. home to the wife and being like listen this kid hit me up with a great opportunity today <laughs> And she's going to be like, what? What What are you talking about? Unless the idea is that they're specifically recruiting like child geniuses. But even then. No, they show them recruiting and it's not children. It's true. It's it's not children. In fact, they're not approaching them at all. They're just slipping pins on their desks, (laughs) which means like maybe they're just like, well, children are smaller. No one (laughs) suspects a child. Uh, That could be. Be, but yeah, like if there's a kid just rummaging around, I'm gonna be like, "What do you? Yeah, are you okay? Like, are you here from? Are you here to deliver Tomorrowland pants? Yeah, they or? send them out into <laughs> right. like the <laughs> desert and jungle and stuff through those portals too. Yeah. So they're like, they're just walking through the jungles for a while <laughs> to get to anybody. Yeah, it is. It's a weird. Yeah, decision. they do. It's like just drop me off on Endor, man. I'll be fine. Not a single portal opens up to like a no. street. No, it's all these a, random a PO fucking, box. Anything? I, I sort, I sort of understand that because they don't want people to see the portals. But like, yeah. But instead, you're just gonna see kids walking out of the yeah, forest with job offers. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got an exciting opportunity for you. Yeah, I want to say <clears throat> that they were trying to encourage like like the children are our future kind of thing, but I it didn't explain why there was adults. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does make sense in that in that in that regard, where it's supposed mm-hmm. to like again the anti cynicism message of this um, about you know they have a part which was kind of cartoonish where she's going to high school and all the teachers are like real bummers and telling them yeah. that the world's going to end and she's like but what about solutions and they're like oh shame on you like they like <laughs> they like oh, there's a lot of adults who just hate innovative kids the, the, the opening with his jetpack and he was just like fuck this kid. <laughs> In his jet pack. <laughs> Your fucking shit doesn't work. Yeah, like, it mostly works. Yeah, and then he goes home and his dad's like, Will you cut it out with that fucking jet pack? Uh, his dad, who is uh, Frank Sabatka from season two of The Wire. Right, that's who that was, yes. I could not. Extra grizzled point. Who does seem like the kind of person who would be really annoyed with a jet yeah. pack. Right, just so pissed at his kid for building a fucking miracle in their garage. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just have robot child soldiers. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That, but, uh, <laughs> going back to like the relationship with George Clooney and that kid, like the kid was great. <laughs> the, the great actress. Yeah, the kid was um, sweet. Playing yeah. a great, like I loved the badass Terminator kid, but there were just sequences where it was just like the two girls, like when they're, when they're teleporting, 
Um, and it's just like this little area, and it's like these two girls and an old ass George Clooney with them, <laughs> like a real weirdo, just like yeah, I'm acting with you guys, and I'm supposed to have a romantic tension with you. And it's like, what the fuck kind of set was this? Where like you'd think at some point they'd be like, is this okay? Like, so <laughs> did he not weird. know she was a robot the whole time? No, no, he was betrayed when they were kids that she was a robot. Okay. Okay. Like he he hit puberty and she didn't, I guess. Because it would have been. I, I think he would, he would even, have figured it out eventually. Yeah. yeah, even weirder if this whole time he was like, "What? You're a robot? <laughs> right? I just thought you were an agent." <laughs> Do you think like this? They kick, they banish him from Tomorrowland, and they say it's because of his his. Uh, he says invention. he invented something he wasn't supposed it was the, to. Was it, that the portal? Yeah, thing? it was the thing that predicted the, the end of the world. Machine, yeah. I, I think, think it was his relationship yes, with a young just, robot girl. I think he hit teenage, and they were like, "We gotta get this kid out of here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand. Like, I get that they can't really solve all the world's problems in this movie, but it is as simple as blowing something up, saving the world. In this, like, I like the yeah. message, um, but they realize like the plot is that. George Clooney as a kid or as a, like a teenager, we're not really sure what age he was when he invented this thing makes like a, a something that you can see the world. And then you can also see the future and the past. Yeah. Um, and they, he, they find out that the world's going to end. Um, and the, the, re- the reveal is that it's a self-fulfilling prof- prophecy where like somehow the machine is causing everybody. And that explains right. why the adults in the world that we see are so like, are so like bummed because they're like being affected by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like the, uh, the idea is that cynicism, it creates your own doom where like, if you assume yeah. the world is shitty, then it's going to be shitty, which is a great message, but it sort of is not undercut, but like at the end they're like, Oh, we just blow up the machine and throw, right. the, <laughs> throw a child in the machine and <laughs> blow it up. Yep. It, throw it, an exploding dead child. In yeah. there. It makes me think of social media somewhat yeah in that social media is sort of that same thing where if you only get your information online the world seems a lot crazier right now than it really is yes talk to anybody who's not on twitter and they're just they're having a great time right (laughs) yeah yeah for better or worse like they should probably be on twitter and realize why so many of us are not having a great time right but it it's like social media does that same thing where it kind of feeds you whatever it thinks you want, whether it's good or bad. Yes. Right. It's a great idea. So what so you're saying is at the end of this film, Facebook. George Clooney, blow, right. George Clooney blows up Twitter and Facebook with yeah. a child's body. Yes. Yeah. And that's how yeah. we need to do it in real life too. Yeah. It's the only yeah, way throw children. we need to sacrifice a robot child yeah. to get rid of Facebook. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, there's like the robot child has like a death scene, and uh, George Clooney has a rom- like it's it's like tearfully says goodbye, and it's like again they're sort of romantically connected, but not we're not sure. And it was just it was again like you had to respect the actors for having to go through all that, but I don't respect him for not like questioning it either, because I think that was some of the things that bogged it down. And again, I think like the big explosion machine and that shit like kind of. Even though that's like the only action of the movie, um, I wanted to see like a more complex way to address the, the, the problem, I guess. Well, I think the, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I think the denouement addresses that a little bit where they're assembling a whole new generation of people to be like, let's solve this problem. Let's not 
not do anything because the uh, it's it's inevitable because it's not we can mm-hmm. so it's sort of like you're kind of tearing down that old belief structure and that old like the fucking boomer monuments yes. that they've spent building so i didn't i didn't i see what you're saying but i didn't have that same i didn't have a, a bad read of it yeah did anyone notice at the end when they're gathering up all the new uh dreamers mm-hmm. not a single white dude Really? Until the very end, there's one white dude in the back wearing construction gear. Hmm. Nice. And it's like, <laughs> he's going to build shit. I thought the opposite <laughs> thing when I- Everyone else is going to think it up. He's going to fucking build it. That's funny because- Welcome to Tomorrowland. I noticed the opposite thing when she first goes into Tomorrowland. Like when she first walks in and it's the, the it's I guess it's a commercial. But like my, I was immediately like, there's a lot of honkies here. Um, yes. Yeah. Was but that a different it, time? I don't know, but that was supposed yeah, to be the was, ad for Tomorrowland, so maybe they were just like, yeah, let's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They recorded that was. It's I just, think that may be an implicit commentary because oh, that's. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I I uh, I didn't notice the first time I saw it, but they uh, they had an Eastern Indian woman with her parents, and her parents had very heavy accents, but it's the future, so I don't I I don't know. <laughs> they all. That's true. I don't know. I feel like their accents. We've heard if they're. Do- I don't know. <laughs> Are they all? Um, you think they're all like? Because how many people were in Tomorrowland where it first showed up? Because when we see the real Tomorrowland, it's all run down. They got a. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm getting into like it's. Uh, I'm wondering, uh, were they all fucking like like how how many oh. generations could they make? Um, they're all fucking there, right? They got to have like. Of these course, I'm, fuck I'm discos. sure that's part of the. I'm sure that's part of the idea. Right. Like I was, I was saying like. Uh, I th- I think that might have been some more subtle criticism where like when the you, the first time we go into Tomorrowland and like the commercial we see and everything it is like a lot of just white people, mm-hmm. um, and maybe that's like because in the at the ending the solution is let's get a bunch of non-white people in here so maybe part of the criticism Ooh. is like we're we're too homogenized right in- I do think that's kind of what they were going right. for. Or it's just yeah. like, since it's a commercial, they just hired more white actors because that's just a problem. <laughs> so they're just... Could have been. It just reflects, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's, but, a, there's, a, there's an element of eugenics to Hugh Laurie's Tomorrowland, mm. too, where it's like, well, we'll let all the fools just die, and then we'll be living happily right. in our smart people. And they're called Plus Ultras, which felt just kind of Nazi-ish. <laughs> um, oh, for sure. I missed that. <laughs> yeah, they call themselves the Plus Ultras. That was okay. Oh, that was see. That was the th- <laughs> yeah. that okay. But I remember this being a problem I had with um, this movie the first time I watched it. Less so now is that it is very like elitist. Where they're like they never address the fact when when this like I thought that was going to be part of it because the it begins with the World's Fair mm-hmm. and it's like this optimistic boomer view of the future, and then the realization that the boomers fucked it all up. Um, and, and now they're just like, well, no way to solve this. And then meanwhile, they have the Tomorrowland where they're just like, well, our way to solve it is just to make our own fucking world away from you guys. And we're not going to let everybody else in. And it doesn't really end. I thought it was going to end with like, and now everybody can come here. And it doesn't. It's just like, yes. no, stay out still, everybody. But we'll, we'll fucking, we'll solve your mess. Um, like they, that's never really solved because it does feel extremely elitist, the Tomorrowland. Oh, for sure. Which and I, I think it's intentional. Yeah. Yeah, I guess what, what else are they going to do? They could, like, charge tickets. They could have people vacation there. Can they do that? Mm-hmm. Because I I, I, I want to go in that cool swimming pool. Yeah. 
I want to take yeah, that. Yeah, the surfers are awesome. Yeah, the the sweat where you keep falling through. Yeah, that was yeah. The, that, uh, that was neat. Go ahead. The buildings, not all, I mean, obviously not the pools, but the buildings uh, for the future uh, area, that's future Tomorrowland, that was all in France. Oh, fucking France. Film that, yeah. They're like, what looks like the future? Yeah, France looks like the future. It's, it's like an art district area where it's all weird buildings. Right. So. Yeah, there was one part where I, I was sure they were at the Denver airport. Really? But I don't think they were. No. The, the part where it looked airport. like the apocalypse had happened. I love when <laughs> things need to look like the future. Like, I went to the Getty for the first time. I was like, oh, this is where all the Star Treks are yep. shot. Yeah. Because you need something to look like the future. Just find a building with a lot of glass panes. CSUN. Where's that? Uh, was it? What does CSUN stand for? I can't remember. The uh, uh, CSU Northridge. Uh, they are used a lot uh, because their buildings were built in like the 70s. Yeah. So. There's like a water treatment plant I know around here that they use for Starship, Star, Star, Starfleet. Starfleet. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. Starfleet Academy. Um, and it's just like a sewage plant. <laughs> but it, it's got like that brutalist concrete look that's like looks kind of futuristic. Um, yeah. Um. Swingers. What about swingers? It's a cafe. Santa Monica, they filmed part of. We're just naming filming locations. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay, my old apartment, they filmed part of Fight Club there. They did. I noticed that. Yeah, I felt really good about that. I remember when you sent me that, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I still don't like that movie." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shut <laughs> um, anybody else bothered by Hugh Laurie in this? I thought he was going to be a good guy. I thought he was going to be a protagonist, and then they turned him into a very, like, nasty kind of guy. Okay. Me. Well, okay, yeah, they made him a regular villain, which was a... uh, I was more bothered just... Kind of. Like, I sort of got his point of view. It was real fatalist and shitty, but it was like, well, he's not, like, super wrong. But at the end, we learned that, like... Right, like, he weirdly doesn't accept the obvious explanation for what's happening well he's causing it they said that he's knows the machine is doing this or whatever and he doesn't care and again i i feel like this movie would have done better with like a philosophical debate of some sort where it wasn't just like a regular old bad guy like i was also just yeah i was also bothered by hugh laurie mainly because i've watched a lot of house and he and wasn't was like, doing his American accent. Yeah, I was like, that's House's face, but that's not House's voice. Yeah. What's going on here? All I feel the, the same way about Idris Elba. Right. Whenever he does his own accent, I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Why are you being this way? Give us <laughs> what we want. Stringer. Yeah. Be Stringer Bell. Yeah. Yeah, be Stringer Bell. Please. Um, yeah, I, I, I get that. Like, because at first I... Th- I like right up until they sort of say like, Oh, he, he, he knows that this is an antenna and he just doesn't care because fuck all those people. Like at first I was sort of appreciated that the villain was like, yeah, he's like wrong, but at least it's like a, a philosophical mm-hmm. thing that he's like wrong about. And then we're presented with, no, this is like, it's obvious that you're making these people think that the world's going to end and you just don't care because you're an asshole. Yeah. It's like, Oh, well, all right. <laughs> and then, like, he tries yeah. to say that he's warning though. That's like, yeah, his positive turn on it is that he's warning us, but I don't know. <laughs> We're obsessed with the apocalypse, according to... Yeah, it's true. He does give a whole speech that I was kind of like, yeah, I sort of agree with him. <laughs> we, we we definitely, like, we... This movie was made in 2015, so, like, here, four years later, we have literally been given, like, you know scientists are all saying yeah like we're going to start seeing irrevocable damage within 20 years and yeah. people do not care right like they just don't give a shit 
So it's like kind of hard to be mad at him when he's making those speeches right. in this movie because I'm like, yeah, well, we we have come to learn that he's 100% correct. Yeah. I like that uh, this is a complete tangent, but at, there's a scene where they're on, on a train and mm. there's a guy reading like a digital newspaper yeah. and he's flipping the pages. And it's like, we have something better than that already right now. Mm. Like, that's not what we're headed for. Where, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know you have your iPad, but have you carried this thing that's three by five and you still have to flip the pages and it's very fragile? Like, <laughs> that's not the future yeah. I want whatsoever. That was, yeah, that was weird. Because we had better things than that when the movie was made. Like, yeah. The movie's only four years old. That, <laughs> that made me look up when this movie came out. When I saw that, I was like, did we have iPads by this time? Right. And we most certainly did. That was one of those moments. Very advanced iPads. Yeah, it feels like the director was like too old and he didn't know. <laughs> There's some like, this is a tangent, but the X-Men movies are like that, where they're like, we have these super X-Men phones that uh, are portable and you can talk to each other. It's like, <laughs> so cell phones? You have cell phones, X-Men? Yeah, we've had that You're for a while. And in the movies, they, they go through radio waves. So it's like, oh, no, you don't have cell phones. You have walkie-talkies. <laughs> yeah. Very powerful. Though. Yeah, but they look, yeah, they look cool. Cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing is this, uh, most of this technology in this movie is, it's, it's the, it's still, we had drones in 2015, right? Yeah. Well, they show her. She, 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 no, she has a helicopter. She has a hacker drone. Was it? Oh, okay. Well, it's a drone in the sense yeah. that it's a remote control. It had a little camera on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, the technology in this, and maybe uh, I know what they were going for because it's supposed to be, they start with the World's Fair. It's Tomorrowland. It's Tomorrow retro future. Yeah. yeah, it's retro yeah. future. It's future that's basically magic. Um, mm-hmm. And I like. They they could I they justify it all right because it's the idea of it's this world that's closed off. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the idea of a retro future world that you go into and like they're just it they're just uh, missed so many obvious things like it's just it's just a Bioshock Wait. world where it's just like <laughs> yeah. yeah we have better TVs is, than that yeah. <laughs> It is sort of becoming like Bioshock in there. And I like the idea, like specifically because Adams pointed out they didn't have iPads, which means that they didn't get Steve Jobs into Tomorrowland. Oh. Right. Oh, wow. But they must have they must have invited him. So that means Steve Jobs saw it and was like, nah, I'll stay here. And like, <laughs> yeah. And like, I'll try. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's what happened. Because he was like, no, this I, this isn't profitable here. Yeah. <laughs> I can't become rich here. Also, you're a child. And that's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to follow a child into an unknown land. <laughs> yeah. I that's even for a my own child better job. Oof. Nice time. <laughs> Steve Jobs, Dick. Oh, man. Yeah. I, the, chi- the child thing. <laughs> I think, yeah, it feels like it's, um, it's like they were like, we need this movie to attract children. So let's put children in it. Yeah. They advertised um, on Disney Channel. Yeah, I'm which weird. I feel like is the is the Star Wars prequels too, where they're like, mm. we want kids to watch this, so let's put kids in it, and that. But then they were like, but we also want people who are attracted to children. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking right, of Star Wars, they peppered in Star Wars paraphernalia all over. Yes. The place. Yeah. Yeah, that was another message I sent while we were watching this. Is I because they had like just gotten yep. the Disney license mm-hmm. in a few years, like when this movie entered production. So they, they went nuts with that shit. Yeah, and the collectible store, which 
Yeah, also the collectible store was also full of uh, Iron Giant paraphernalia. Was it? Hey! Why was she watching a, a video of nukes going off? The robot. Did you notice that? Yeah. When they walk in, the robot's just watching videos of nukes. Go- She's watching the nuke channel. Yeah. yeah. Just jerking it. Is that just, yeah, is this <laughs> what robots watch? Just flicking it, watching the <laughs> bombs go off. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Maybe she was like deep, deep learning. Like yeah. like with AI, mm. that's how AI learns shit. It just watches and processes information. Sure. So does Lilu from uh, that movie. The Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. I'm high. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Tomorrowland. Um, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. <laughs> Again, pulled- I do- oh sorry. Oh, sorry. No, you go. They pulled almost all merch after the movie bombed. There is, if you went to the park, you couldn't find Tomorrowland wow. movie merch. See, I don't. I I get this why. It, ruthless like that. Did anyone read any reviews to see why it bombed? No, I get why it bombed. I enjoyed the shit out of this movie, though. Like, I there's some movies that are like this movie feels it's like a warm blanket, um, because you can sort of just like this is like when I drank this would be considered a good hangover movie <laughs> because it's one where you just want to curl up in it and just like kind of you could fall asleep while you're watching it but it's it's a comforting movie to watch it's very aesthetically p- pleasing it's got a neat it's got a positive message like i this there's nothing wrong with this movie except that it, it injects way too much in it um and makes it's totally crazy where it's like is this a kids movie because they just murdered three cops right like it's just like i'm not sure what this is they just bashed that robot's face in and that was horrifying the robot the weird smiley robots are horrifying yeah i like that guy they, yes yeah. they're great um and then again it's like okay there's a lot of boring like scenes of talking but then there's like a mm-hmm. adventure scene like who is this for um like remind- I- oh, sorry. Oh, no, that's cool. <laughs> it reminded me of, like, the early 90s movies where, like, again, you went through the who is this for because there wasn't a PG-13 rating yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, with a lot of those, it's like they at least have the level of, like, excitement True. you'd expect. Mm-hmm. And this, like, we had John Carter on here, which Tom defended, I think had a similar issue, which is, like, tonally – and not even like just humor mixed with darkness. It's just like also like long dialogues mm. moments or like it's like way too long. Like if you're making a movie for kids, you make it like 90 minutes and you keep it mm-hmm. yeah fun. But this didn't feel like it's for anybody, <laughs> um, at least initially. But it is something that you can like go back and watch and appreciate. Um, still not if you're a kid, though. Yeah. Like yeah. the the scene where she chases the car down. Mm-hmm. And jumps in the back. Like, it felt like at that point, I was like, is this going to be like kind of a horror movie? Like, right. That's, right. She's that is scary. scary. Yeah. And yeah, then she's then she's just smart the rest of the time. Yeah. Which also scary. Yeah. <laughs> she Again, she's a great performance, but yeah, kind of creepy. Yeah. Like they, she gets shot and there's like a hole in her and mm-hmm. it's just like, it's like yeah. Terminator shit. Yeah. Especially the part where she wanted to fuck George Clooney yes. as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> And as a robot. <laughs> it's fucking weird. That, oh my God. She had that drawer in her belly that, like, we didn't know. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. She what is that? She puts a little Christmas for? ornament bomb in there. Yeah. <laughs> Why does she? I remember that? being very unsettled by that. Yes. Yeah. When that drawer popped out. 
I didn't want any more of that. And that's, <laughs> luckily, it's the only time we see that. Mm-hmm. There's an extra dimension of this movie that I was not expecting. Who yeah, because there's so many times you see a movie and they'll like highlight something and you're like, that's going to be important later. Right. Nope. <laughs> just a drawer in her belly. Yep. Just they just Belly drawer. her to put the object that was in her hand. <laughs> so they like paid a lot of money. I feel like there's a lot of again, $190 million. I feel like just the logo alone costs like 10 million. Like there was like that shot of the, the belly opening is just like, did we, she could have put it in the glove box. She could have put yeah. it in her pocket. Pocket. Yeah. But no, they really probably anywhere. spent a lot of money for that one cutaway <laughs> shot. What maniac designed the robots? What if that was going to be the merch? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what if they were like, Shot what if, belly? like, what if this movie really took off and they were going to be like, no, 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 there's more. Yeah. That belly drawer is a real thing. Who wants one? <laughs> right. And then the movie bomb, they're like, take all the merch back. I, Fuck it. You don't deserve belly drawers, you motherfuckers. I am glad the movie bombed because <laughs> the idea that they'd make more of these, yes. like, what would a sequel be? It would be fucking horrifying, whatever it was. <laughs> Because it'd just be like, hey, there's another Tomorrowland problem. It's all now land. Yeah, now like what? The, where, where are you gonna even go from there? They save the Pre- uh, Presentville. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did anybody notice that uh, she, the robot girl, had the magic key to start a car, but she still punched in the window to get in? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you had a magic. Key it's not. a different magic key to get in yeah. the door. <laughs> right. And she, she had the she, valet magic key. That <laughs> <laughs> is strange. And then she, she like, like almost destroys the in, the inner part of that truck. Yeah, when she rips part of it out. But then they're driving it later. Yeah, she's a real maniac. That robot. Yeah. Why did they give them the strength to rip a man's head off? Like, why do they have to be that strong? Seems like a miscalculation if you're making a robot that smart. They're just recruiting people. You don't need your recruiter to be able to withstand gunshots. Like I mean, they're, they're, they're sending robots disguised as small children out alone into the world, Dave. I think you know why they need to be super strong. That's a good to be protected from George Clooney. George Clooney. Yeah, to Jesus. defeat all the Jeffrey Joneses. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that's grim, but also 100% true. I didn't expect <laughs> this to get so dark. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's such, a, such a positive, hope-filled movie. <laughs> With a really weird little detail. Like, yeah, it was just, it was, it, it, this, it reminds me of, um, which we've, I think we've covered, Speed 2 Cruise Control, where they <laughs> add in... Um, the main character has like weird flirtations with a teenage girl in that movie. Uh, and at one point on the yeah, TV, does, they're just watching girl. Lolita. And it was like, what the fuck are you trying to tell yeah. me, Speed 2? Why is this in the movie? What, like, it could have so easily been taken out. And that's the same with this, where it's like, it's not aggressive, but it's there. Like, right. it's there that a, a perfectly, like, anybody watching it will be like, what the fuck is happening between George Clooney and that robot girl? Because I don't, I don't like that. And it's, I'm not okay with it. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's like so awkward and like. In a movie with again, this kind of budget, you know it had to go through some focus it's groups. Like Disney, yeah. Like, was someone in one of those focus groups like, oh, what? They weren't in love? Yeah. <laughs> you want to tell me George Clooney didn't love her? And they're like, you're right. We better change this ending. He had 50 years to move on, too. It's yeah. Like, yeah, he's a real maniac. He's, he's a psychopath. I hope he didn't move on to other kids. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, he he lives in a fucking weird fortress. He lives yes. in a protected... With a magic oh, Jesus bathtub. Jesus Christ. 
magic yes. bathtub that takes you down a trap door. He lives, in a, <laughs> yeah, he, oh, no. he lives in a house that he has to escape quickly and light on fire if he's escaping <laughs> so people don't find what's there. He's this been fucking awful. kids I, for years. I hate this. I hate where we're no going right Tomorrowland. Now. now we know why he was evicted from Tomorrowland. <laughs> oh, too yeah. many kids. I do like that we... we when he's fleeing the house right before they get into the uh, the bathtub uh, escape pod, uh, he grabs a couple of items and throws them in like a burn proof safe. Mm. And it looks like the only things he grabs are framed pictures of himself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And little video device that he had. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. <laughs> What's on those videos? No, it's a video of him with the kid. Like, they show it. He's watching it. Like I said. It's another, oh, no. That's one of those moments where, again, it feels like he, like, invented this futuristic video device that's, like, the size of a shotgun yeah. and plays one video. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, we got we got things to do that that's better. <laughs> well, he presumably made that in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's sure. still watching it. And he's just resting. He's had on, fifty years to get over her. Just resting <laughs> yeah. on those laurels. It's really like this movie. You take away George Clooney, you you solve a lot of issues with this movie. George Clooney is the way too many questions about his character. This is the corn of movies because right. if you take Jonathan Davis out of corn, corn is such a good band. Right. Nice, but he's there. Yeah, and you just can't. You got to you got to deal with it. It's one of those things, and I think again, this was part why I think this movie was aimed at, um, thought it was aimed at kids. Mm-hmm. Because the when you watch a kids movie and you look at the adults, a lot of times if you like reverse it, you realize these adults are psychopaths. Because like like Dennis the Menace or like Home Alone, where you realize like the sworn enemy of these adults is a child. Yes. Like they're just going through their life like I'm gonna fucking kill that kid, and they. <laughs> to repeatedly like they are they like this is their biggest frustration is they can't kill this fucking wily kid yeah but from a kid's movie perspective it's like oh look he's playing pranks on the adults and stuff like that and they're so furious i think that's the idea is george clooney is supposed he's like supposed to exist in this kid's movie but it's not quite a kid's movie so it's just real fucking weird he's a real he's a real crazy person do you he think fell in they... love with a robot. So. Yeah. yeah, he did. And he lives he in warped a... warped his worldview. What are you going to say, Adam? <laughs> I wonder if they just kind of shoehorned him in at one point to mm. make it not a kid's movie. Yeah. I th- he feels shoehorned. Well, that's his That's his mojo, right? That's his bread and butter is, like, saving the planet, right? Yeah. Like, I guess. He's into that stuff. He's yeah, it felt, it felt a little liberal propaganda-y at some points. I guess. <laughs> they didn't... I don't know. They didn't, like... They didn't. They didn't really like. Uh, it didn't feel like they said any liberal talking points. It was just like climate change, which is just what it is. And <laughs> right, like it, is, it felt like it was more should be a political. Yeah, it was more just cynicism, like anti-cynicism for the most part. Like I'm trying to think if there was any moment like that, but like it, it stayed out of politics. For it was like it was. I mean, it, it was still a cynical message where they're like, "Well, yeah, we're all real shitty people." Yeah. Um, yeah. But of of course, the the reason they give is that there's a future machine in another dimension causing this. Yeah. That's where racism comes from. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. Nope. It was it's you, Lori, in an alternate dimension. Yes. Right. It was better back in the fifties. That's why That's you when know we it was great. That, 
That's how you know it was an alternate dimension was he was speaking with the British accent instead yeah. of his house voice. Right. right. That's true. He wouldn't disrespect us like that. It'd be great. <laughs> It'd be great if when they go through the portal, because he goes through the portal briefly, his voice just like changed to Hugh Laurie. <laughs> or to house, I mean. I would appreciate that. That would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they blaming the problems in the world with, like, is the implication that before the Tomorrowland, before like the 50s, everything was fine? I don't know. I hope not, because uh, it really wasn't. That's what I was oh. getting at. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, make America great again? Well, it, it, yeah. It's, yeah. Maybe this is conservative propaganda. Oh. I don't know. I don't know what kind of propaganda it is yet. Yeah, it's probably like some Scientology shit or something. Ooh, what if like Thetans got... Flatten those buttons, <laughs> That would have been amazing if it just slowly transitioned into Scientology propaganda. Did you notice most of the, most of the pins in the very end had no pin backs? Did that? Oh, yeah. That yeah. bothered me. It bothered me. As a pin <laughs> kind of timers on the back. <laughs> yeah. How, where, how are they going to... You can't wear you can't it. Wear then. It. Yeah. Only the ballerina put hers on. Oh, wait. Somebody did. Never and, mind. <laughs> I mean... What's a ballerina going to do? I don't know. Yeah, they were being... She just has untapped potential. That was definitely a part, like, as as someone who's, like, a writer, when they were, like, doing the street musician or any artist, I was like, no, fuck that. Why are they... Why do they get... Like, why would an artist or a creative person of any time... Like, yeah, there's people creating music at a much higher level <laughs> yeah it's also like creative people can be monsters like it, it's just like you know engineers and like scientists i get that right but yeah like a street musician and a ballerina like well, what are they i mean st- statistically speaking a lot of mo- a lot of terrorists have engineering backgrounds mm. yeah that's true the thing robert talks about a lot on his podcast mm. <laughs> anyway <laughs> But what are they going to do? I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense if you're. Maybe they need. Of course, a terrorist would have an engineering background. They need musicians, but they don't. They can't steal like a famous one. So they're like, Uh, let's just get this kid off the street and then force him to play music for us until he starves to death. Um, Yeah. Did their commercial at the end, could they see the other people that got the pins or was that just. I you know, think so. Because remember when she went through it, like she's floating in real life. So, yeah, it's weird that they'd all be uh, that close. Yeah, but maybe they all—that's where you start. That's like everybody oh, starts there. Uh, There's got to be like well, one person no, taking yeah, a dump or something. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're actually in that proximity to each other. It's just because it takes you to Tomorrowland in that specific spot. Right. So. How many you're, people you're had to visualize people, it? But they're like yeah. they could be like half a world away. They must have weighed. They must have done the math. How many people accidentally die with the pin pursuing, <laughs> no, prob- like walking into seven. traffic or whatever? Yeah, and they probably just did the math and they're like, "Look, this many people are going to die trying to get here, but we'll get this many people." But, but you're also like you calculate shrinkage at a store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Our merchandise is going to get stolen. But it didn't. Like they weren't pursuing anybody specific, and maybe that's why it was like given to like street musicians and shit, where they're like. Anybody who's like this level of, I don't know what, their Thetan score or whatever, <laughs> like we'll give a pin to and then we'll see who we get. Yeah. The second step is, well, if they die on the way, yeah. we were just wrong. Yeah. And then you get a and pool. they're stupid. Of, yeah. yeah. And we dodged a yeah. bullet by getting them out of the pool. Yeah. And you get a pool of people and then you find the smartest ones out of those and the rest become food for everybody. I like that. Yeah. I think that's probably accurate. Mm-hmm. You got to, I mean. That construction worker is going to be food. Yeah, we know. Uh, oh, unless he's a genius. We don't right. know. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to get through on the podcasting. Yeah. Ticket. There's definitely podcasters there and tomorrow. They're going to need people yeah. need shit to listen to when they're driving. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're flying cars. Is it just the one city in a field forever? <laughs> What was Tomorrowland? Did that ever Oz? get explained? It looked like uh, that. Now I'm like visualizing it. Very Oz-like. Yeah. yeah. And would it have killed them to just like you touch the pin and you're like in a I don't know an information center, like a, a welcome center where they're like, hey, here's where you are. Uh, this yeah. is what's going on. <laughs> Don't walk into traffic. Uh, yes. I do think like there's a lot of geniuses they didn't get who like touch the pen. They're just like, I don't have time for this shit. Like, like what if you just found just it on the ground yeah. in traffic? Yeah. And you pick it because up. Someone was hit by a car. You're yeah. hit. How many yeah. bodies are on that pin? Yeah. It's fucking weird. It's it's a it's a weird racket they got going. That's what the timer was. Then that's your time. Like if you pass that, right. you don't have to die. Okay. If you don't die. What was with the yeah, timer? They never really, that long. Did they ever explain, like, how I do th- you, do you get more time? Can you buy I think, more time? I think the idea is the timer is just so some jackass doesn't pick it up after you've been hit by a car pursuing. You know, like, oh. it's, a, it's, a, it's a safeguard to have, like, not just some normal person. Like, they, they DNA, want these DNA matched people. her, though. They did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, her brother gets in at the end, right? Did I see that? She lets her brother yeah, and, her think, yeah, and her dad and her dad. Yeah, I think. Oh, nepotism. Yeah, I was gonna say her brother's probably a dummy. They don't know. Like, I think it's just like we can't abandon this child at the house. So, <laughs> how old no, was? She? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I don't. I, uh, you're, you're fine. I, don't, how, I can't even remember what the hell. How was old was she supposed to be compared to her brother? And why did they share a bedroom? <laughs> they shared a bedroom. They shared a bedroom. They did. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she. I guess she was in high school. That's a bummer. Uh, and how old was he? For them. He's a little. He's he, a little guy. Man, like 10, 11. Oh right no, that's not. That's that's not okay. You don't. No, want... they need to be growing separately. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they need to be in separate incubators. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the dad comes downstairs at one point in it, right? She falls mm-hmm. down the stairs. Then dad comes downstairs to check and doesn't so wh- really look that much. <laughs> yeah, She's and that still- was a whole lot of commotion for him to yes. just shake off. Yeah. Mine was more that she's sharing a bedroom when they live in a two-story house. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck kind of house? Ha- Put it? up some... Ro- We're in a studio apartment, and I have partitioned yeah. off a whole other room to record podcasts I mean, in. the guy's got to do all his NASA shit there. In his <laughs> garage! Yeah. In yeah. his flannel shirt. NASA, man. Get a bigger house. Yeah. Get a house where your kids can have their own fucking room i don't believe he worked for nasa (laughs) i think he was lying to the family (laughs) i like that because then when they bring him into tomorrowland and like the moment he gets alone he's like look guys i gotta be honest with you i don't know any of this shit here's the thing i sell meth (laughs) my kids think i'm a scientist i sort of am i'm not completely lying I, I sell meth and I sell knives. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hangs out in the parking lots of a lot of gun shows. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's a sode. I don't know what else we're going to say. About yeah. That. I feel pretty. I feel like we've cleared things up. <laughs> I think we oh, have. yeah. I think we have. No, I think it's a good. It's generally a good movie that doesn't need George Clooney in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could have done without. 
I don't. I, I have like nothing the, against George I, Clooney. I just I like the idea of the grizzled uh, former um, boy genius. But yeah, there's he could have been Hugh Laurie. Yeah, like the yeah the stuff with the robot makes it a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great? Okay, this is what I mean about wouldn't it be great if Hugh Laurie and and George Clooney were the same and. It was like he, you know, they you can do the childhood crush, but then he grew up to not be a maniac. Yes. He's still obsessed with it. And he's just evil Hugh Laurie. And then at the very end, he has that change of heart and he has to huck his robot yeah. buddy in. Like they can merge it together. And then most of the movie is still like these two girls having an adventure together. Um, I wonder if they... If they weren't sure female leads would would carry it alone, I think that might have been an issue. I don't know. I that was the best part. Yeah, because you don't yeah. see that many. It, like it's it's that STEM thing. It's 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 mm-hmm. women in science and stuff like that. It's very positive towards that, and it like it really didn't need George Clooney. No. Like he really <laughs> felt like a a third wheel there. Because um, <laughs> then there's the great dynamic where she's like a badass robot, and the other girl's just mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like, it, but yeah, without George Clooney, who like who's starring in this movie? Nobody. Those two. Those two I, yeah. Oh, I get that. But no, I know they need. They thought they needed. Then, then you're watching it on the Sundance Channel. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think like I don't know though because I think there's plenty of movies without. Like I think uh, Pirates of the Caribbean fucked up Disney's head when it came to their ride themed mm-hmm. based movies. Oh, definitely. Where they're like, we need like a crazy celebrity there or like a big celebrity to be like sort of in this haunted mansion movie yeah um and george Clooney, he's not really like a comedic relief or anything in this there's no real there's nothing really funny there's no like funny people (laughs) in this i mean there's the funny moments there's the Um, what the the collectible shop yeah yeah they were they were yeah that's the wackiest it got has the lead actress been in anything else i don't know because I felt uh, like watching it, I felt like they wanted Jennifer Lawrence and oh. didn't get her, and so they got a Jennifer Lawrence type. Right. I looked. Uh, I looked. Uh, I don't remember her name, but she's not a name I've yeah. ever heard of. She was fine. They were both I'm again. I think up. the the littler kid, the robot kid, was killing it. She was. Yeah, the robot kid was great. No, I mean they were both great. I just yeah. I feel like it was. I know what you mean. I feel like, like they knock off. I think they felt like they needed a name in the movie, and maybe oh, wow. George Clooney wasn't going to be that yeah. name because he did feel like maybe a side character that got inflated into a, a larger character or something. Well, it's the first face you see in the movie. Yeah, like the first thing you see is George that, Clooney. That saying, I think was. A production note because I think there was yeah. no reason for that framing device. It, yeah, and no. it made it kind of confusing. Yes, it did. I was, I was like, is the whole movie going to be him bickering with a child or with a teenager about yeah. how to tell the story right? What does this matter? Mm-hmm. And it really didn't. She's it been, didn't. Yeah, she's been in a couple things, but go ahead and browse. Wait, <laughs> she hasn't been in anything. It's nothing okay. actual. <laughs> um yeah nothing we'd talk about the, on this podcast <laughs> the more i think about it, the more it feels like george Clooney was shoehorned in and i think that ultimately like hurt the movie and it lost focus um like it has a i don't know it, it, it's sort of an adventure but like kind of not and it, it, mm-hmm. yeah yeah you could see what well, they I wanted it. it to be yeah i yeah. mean i think we all liked it yeah. right yes. yes yeah 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 Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for bringing it, Amanda. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah. What do you? Uh, what do you? What do you got to plug? Where can people find you? And such and such. Oh, you can 
Oh, uh, I'm a birthday clown. Hire me to do your kids' birthdays. I'll make balloons and shit. Do Whoa. it. Yeah, <laughs> doctor, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, pimp the the fucking company because my boss would kill me. But yeah, your boss would kill you well, for she, plugging well, her. No, clown she'd company? be like, I heard all the weird shit you said. Like, please, and right. as I continue to swear, we're just talking yeah. about movies. Just talking about movies. We're just chatting I mean, on about robot kids possibly getting molested. Yeah. I was going to say, we took a detour in <laughs> consensually. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Is it still statutory rape if the kid is that smart? This is a real bummer. Oh, no. This is a real bummer. <laughs> I know, but. This is a real bummer. Well, how old yeah. was she as a robot? Like, how long had she been eleven? Oh, she's like eighty years old, right? Yeah, she's super old as a robot. She's in robot she's a years. Robot in robot years, Dave. Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's especially oh, loving this. Shit. <laughs> real bummed out by this. Um, oh. Yeah, Dave. What do we got? <laughs> that was my uh, plug. Well, all right. <laughs> Pivoting off of the pedophilia, we have yeah. a Patreon uh, that you can check out. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. We got uh, a bunch of exclusive podcasts on there. We also got a uh, Public store. Public uh, slash store slash Gamefully Unemployed. Check it out. Yep. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, let's get the hell out of here. Say goodbye, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.